You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Ponty. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Ponty. Good day and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia, brought to you on our great community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au and the Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia website is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. On today's show, we have a great lineup. We've got the winner of the national, the 10 Bird National Sprint Race. And it was Chris Kasia from the WPF. We've got the winner of the Tassie race, John Judd. We've got the Sydney results with David Gordon. We've got the Wonthaggy series results. We've got uh, the president of the Australian National Pigeon Racing Board, Greg Kokoski. And we have a lot more happening here on Pigeon Radio Australia today. So stay tuned, stand by, and on with the show. And I forgot to mention that we've got our uh, special uh, president of the Horsham Homing Pigeon Club and that is uh, Mark McPhee coming on. He's got some interesting news from Horsham. So, yeah, we'll ha- be having that as well. But right now, we have to introduce this person. Do you see banana man Hopping over on the white hot sand Here he come with some for me Freshly taken from banana tree Banana man me 
Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's, the one and only, Banana Man, Tony Barbara. Tony Barbara, hello Tony. Good morning, David. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Charlie. And good morning to everybody around the world. Yes. Now, Tony, I've just got to stop you there and uh, send our condolences from Pigeon Radio Australia. I know you lost your mum last week. And it's very sad news. And uh, we're very sorry to hear about that. Yeah, I lost a champion. She was a great mum. Very kind Mm. to everyone. Mm. Anyway, and... Oh well, she had a hard life. But she was ninety-seven, which is not a bad age to be. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we better introduce this man running on the road. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia, Southeast Melbourne correspondent, the one and only, the roadrunner, Tony McPherson. Mr. Roadrunner. Yes, yes. Mate, mate. Yes. Yes, uh, how are you going there, Ivan? Yeah, and, um, good. Very, very sorry to hear the, the news there, Tony. Very, very sorry. Um, yeah, thanks, sir. Mind you, um, a, a good age, a good age to be. So um, when you think about it, Tony um, saw uh, all the different things, the changes in the world, people yeah. landing, colour TV, people landing on the moon, all of those things, uh, world wars, all kinds of things. So, okay, yeah, she went through a lot. Yeah, yeah. and your, your memories of your mum will last forever, mate. They'll yeah, last they, forever. They, they go down with me. Yeah, yep, they'll, they'll be with you forever and your family. So condolences to all your family and all your fine friends. Yeah, so it was a great, Mum. Yeah. And, uh, yes, Ivan, it's been a, a bit of a hectic weekend again. We've had the... Uh, <laughs> well, a bit of racing, yeah, it was, uh, like we said before, it was a famine, now it's a feast. So um, yeah, there's been lots of things going on over the over the over the weekend and during the week and Melbourne Cup and all of those the King Islands, the Tassies, the uh, Mount Hopes, the uh, Mariburras, mate, you name it, we've been there. So, sea yeah, sea uh, Lake, somebody been, went uh, to Sea Lake, I heard. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, they're everywhere. They're, they're all over the place. So, yeah, yeah, and I know somebody that's been everywhere, man, and that's this fella here. Yep. And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's know-it-all spy correspondent, Charlie Gretsch. And it's Mr. One Thaggy Series himself, Mr. Charlie Gretsch. Hello, Charlie. G'day everybody, how are you all? Yeah, good. How are you? Uh, same as yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My favourite saying, Tony, condolences mate, um, for your mum. 
Bearings down, Chad. Um, what can we say? We move forward. Yeah, yeah, well, that's life goes on, as they say. Anyway, um, Charlie, um, what I was going to say to you, you've got a guest from Sydney on the lawn. I'll let you go straight into it because he's he, he's got to run. So go straight in and introduce uh, our person from Sydney. Yes, we have David Gordon back on. He's got some results for us. So, David, we know you're in a on a mission. So let's hear him, buddy. How are you, fellas? Good, mate. Yeah, good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, you know, I've got a, got a fed, fed meeting over the phone to get to shortly. That's all. Yeah, well, the, uh, the Dural series cancelled with bad weather over the mountains. Um, the Southern Fed uh, held over and raced today, but their results are not finalised as yet. It was a it was a very tough one from a short distance. So, uh, yeah, the birds were the birds were coming in uh, most of the day, really, for that short one. Um, so that was a bit tough, but we had a, we had a very good race uh, with the Maroubra series, the Maroubra November series there uh, on the north track down at Brown's Flat Rest area. Uh, very very good race on Saturday morning. The average average distance there would have been about 185 k. And uh, I'll give you the top six results. Uh, in, in at six was uh, S and D Gordon, being myself, flying 1641. In at fifth place, S and L Guard, uh, flying 1678. Vestos and Marshall in at fourth at 1684. A and J Schumacher in at third at sixteen eighty nine, Anthony Aegis in at second, flying seventeen nineteen, and the superstar herself taking it out again, uh, Point Winton flying seventeen thirty seven, and um, for very limited tailwinds, it's, it's an extraordinary fast velocity for our north route. We're usually uh, lucky to crack thirteen fourteen, so uh, they didn't. They really got a move on there uh, on Saturday, and uh, the returns all around the board were very well, from what I've been told. So it was good to get a good, good successful racing again over that area. So we uh, we move on to Crowdy Head, which is about another 100 k's up the road for, for next Saturday. Well, this Saturday now. So, yeah, that series is moving along quite nicely. Oh, that's good, mate. Well done. So you got in the top, uh, top positions there. That's good to see. Oh, it's hang, hanging in there. The, 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 West, the battler of the West out here hanging in there. Doing, doing my best. <laughs> oh, no, that's good, mate. Well done. Well, mate, we'll better let you. We'll better let you go. And, no worries, um, fellas. Thanks we'll, for the time. We'll be again next week. No worries. All the best. Take it easy. Take Thanks, care. David. Thanks, David. Thanks very much. No worries, Ivan. Take care, mate. No worries. Uh, that was David Gordon from the Central Cumberland Pigeon Federation in Sydney, Australia. And we're going to take a, a musical interlude. And here's an interesting musical interlude. I've been asked by our music director. Peter Tolich, to, he sent me this song. And this song is from a local Bayside flamenco band. They're called Malkura. And Malkura have just released a new song. It's a cover of the legendary James Bond theme. Just in time for the upcoming Bond film, No Time to Die. We were wondering if you would be interested in sending it out to presenters to play it on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, Malkura, here we go. We're going to listen to your version of the James Bond 007 theme. Here on Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Here's Malkura with the James Bond theme.
The name is James Bond. James Bond. Your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages, and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed, and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals, and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown, or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor We live in a great country, in great local communities, like yours. But did you know one in six Australian children live in poverty? Through no fault of their own, right here there are children living in poverty every day, deprived of what they need to keep up in school and struggling to learn. Many give up on their education. Donate to the Smith family and give the extra learning support every local child deserves to fulfil their potential. Search the Smith family. I was lucky that when I picked up the phone that day to call my best friend, that he answered. 
Despite almost every Australian knowing someone who has been affected by suicide, we still don't talk about it. Lifeline Australia's new podcast, Holding On To Hope, shares stories of survivors and the connections made to find the hope to keep living. Because when we talk about suicide, we realise our capacity to support those around us. Holding On To Hope. Lifeline.org.au forward slash podcast. Now we cross over to Harper Reed, live on the scene. Thanks, Evie. I'm here to report Australia's best ever summer of safety with zero child drownings. All these children in the water have been taught to swim and they are all being supervised. Back to you in the studio. Kids play fantastic games of make-believe, don't they? Wouldn't it be great if we could make it real? Fence the pool, shut the gate, teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence, Kids Alive, do the five. G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm, and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2pm. Catch you there. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au and the Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia website is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And right now we're going to uh, announce the Hay 10 Bird Sprint National that was run on Melbourne Cup Day on Tuesday. And here are the final official results. And in first place we've got Keisha and Holwell. That's Chris Keisha and Trevor Holwell. In second Second place, we've got Michael Portelli. In third place, we've got Brad McPherson from the VHA. In fourth place, John Shaw. In fifth place, A&A Alvarez. In sixth place, Gardner Brothers. Seventh place, Saggers Brothers. Eighth place, Ray Russell and West. In uh, ninth place, Cameron S&G. In 10th place, Mark on A&D. 11th place, Brian P. In 12th place, we have Jamie Rigby. In 13th place, Arthur Latowski. 14th place, Ian Allen and John Saggers. In 15th place, we've got Andrew Papadakis, V. Guzman and Jay Arato. In 16th place, Jay Howe. In 17th place, Clark K. and Gazola S. In 18th 
place, Absi Ergun. In 19th place, Nabil Pethio. In 20th place, we've got Steisen, R. Steisen from the VHA. So they're the top 20 positions. And we have on the line the uh, other half of the team, Trevor Holwell. And we want to congratulate you, Trevor, on the great win in the National. Oh, thanks very much, Ivan. That's that's good, mate. What kind of bird? What what, what bird did you clock? I see it was a VRPU rung pigeon. Well, I believe it was bred by um, Steve Seney, and it's off his best pair of Hermans, I think. Oh, really? They're fantastic. Very good. Very good. Tony McPherson, very good result. Uh, WPF dominated the uh, national result. Um, you, you want to congratulate Trevor? Yes, yes. Look, it's a, uh, it's a very good result, actually. The, uh, um, it wasn't an easy, easy uh, sort of a, a day. You know, it was quick, but it wasn't that easy and, um, from, from where they had the race. And... Uh, I know it was uh, sort of slapped together pretty quick, but uh, congratulations to all of the people that went in it and um, the returns were pretty good and I I think it was um, very well done. In actual fact, uh, the people over the western suburbs dominated uh, uh, Melbourne Cup Day in in more ways than one with the Mount Hope Timberda and the... um, the, the King Island race. Well, so their, their velocity, Tony, the, the their, their velocity, Tony, was 1981, and the yeah. second place was uh, Michael Portelli, and he was 1957, so they absolutely blitzed that result, killed it. They certainly did. They certainly did. Look, the birds, you know, they had a good, uh, had a good uh, wind up their, up their hooter, there's no doubt about it, and uh, as we know, the birds come in the opposite direction. Uh, yeah, that was a bit of a tough one, but look, I, I uh, congratulate all you guys over there. I think um, there was birds that were clocked really, really early over in the western suburbs. Really early. Mm. I'm thinking, wow. You know? Well, they um, were clocking at, uh, let's see, uh, 9.40, 9.49. Yeah, unreal. Yeah. yeah Trevor, how did the bird, did it come come in quick or what, what line did it come out of? Uh, well, I don't know. I wasn't here. We got caught. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. yeah. I got a phone call saying that uh, Madeline, Chris's wife, saw some pigeons land on the board running in. So I took off and got there about ten past ten, and there was already seven in the loft. Oh, not bad for a ten birder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not bad for a ten birder at all, Charlie Gretz. You want to say hello to Trevor and give him a congratulations? Yeah, mate, you're the head trainer there. Uh, yeah, Chris has been away all week, so it's been a pretty busy week. I'm all pigeoned out, actually. I we've had three races: Tuesday, Tassie on Thursday, and your race on the weekend. So I'm glad he's back. <laughs> Oh, mate, it, pays, it pays to stay away then, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> the birds come over and, yeah, and then just uh, come there when they when they arrive. Yeah, but in the three races, I've only seen two birds come home. <laughs> <laughs> I clocked from Tassie and you can get another one for about 15 minutes and then got that and then walked around the yard for three quarters of an hour and got no more and then I went home and they started coming in, a few of them, but they were the only two I saw out of the three races. Oh. He, he clocked in your races. He sent forty there, <clears throat> but they come good from that. Yeah, no, he's been uh, 
it's been pretty good for you guys um, over the last couple of weeks, so uh, hopefully you keep going. Yeah, yeah, he, he sent four teams. I basket them and he clocked them in, but he had 38 in about half an hour or something, so... Well, Gee, the birds, the birds are going very. Your birds are going very well, Trevor. You've you've had some great results in the past weeks. Yeah, they come good from the national. We had. Um, I'm just looking at the clocking sheet. One at 49, 53, 54, 56, 58, 10 o'clock, and one minute past. Wow. That's not bad. Not a bad effort. Oh, that's very good. That is very good. Uh, Trevor. Tony Barbara, congratulations, you and Chris. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank goodness, thank goodness you got electronic timing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be well and truly good. Well, I didn't yeah. think they'd be that quick, really. Well, yes. I looked at the VHA website and it said it went up, they went up in no wind. Yes. Well, they, they picked up picked up a jet stream somewhere. And I can see the two flags on Westgate Bridge from where I am. Oh. And they were just hanging straight down the pole all morning to about yeah. 9.30. And then they, so I thought, oh, the pins probably picked up a bit of wind coming home. I'd better get down to about 10.30, see. That'd be about 65 mile an hour, but they're doing 73 or 4 or whatever they're doing. Gee, Unbelievable. So got caught. Well, the velocity's a very good one, 1981.87, That's a, and it's a blue bar hen, and it, yeah, from Steve Sini, so yeah, very good, excellent. Yeah, well, that pigeon raced, you know, last year in the Union, they had five races at the end of the year, well, that went to them races, and it was clocked in, and we won that race too with the same pigeon. Yeah, that's a good pigeon. That's a good bird. Well, be... Bill's only doing a thousand metres that race. So what's happening mm. with that bird now? Because I, I think Chris just flies them there. He doesn't breed, does he? No, he don't have. He doesn't have stock pigeons. No. So what is he going to? What, what's, what are you going to do with this one? I think. Uh, uh, well, no, no. He, he's. Oh, he'll keep it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you might have to take it home, mate, and take it home and put it in a. Yeah, he wanted box. me to take it home the other night. It's a beautiful pigeon. Yeah, Actually, maybe. We better say congratulations to Mr. Financial Planners himself, <laughs> Mr. Chris Cage. He'll be listening somewhere along the line. He's probably stuck somewhere. Yeah. Well, he went, yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyway, once again, congratulations, Trevor, and thanks for coming on the radio. And, uh, yeah, you're doing some really good racing this year. All right. Thanks, guys. No worries. Thanks, thanks mate. Thanks. See ya. Yeah, see ya. See you, Charlie. Tony. Right. Yeah, yeah, see you, and that was Trevor Holwell from the team Keisha, Chris Keisha and Trevor Holwell. They race in the Williamstown Newport Club in the WPF and they absolutely blitzed the national result. They've, they've won it by a great margin, a big margin. Anyway, uh, we're going to a break for a song right now and here is um, Shania Twain. And it's uh, Kelsia Ballerini with Shania Twain. And <laughs> here's a song called The Hole in the Bottle. I wonder what that's about. There are many people who drink in moderation with no problems, social, moral, or medical. They have learned to enjoy liquor without letting it upset the functioning of their body and mind. It relaxes you, makes you more congenial. I just had one that helps make a gathering cheerful and friendly. <laughs> it ain't my fault. So don't blame me I swear I just came here to unwind And have one drink The way it looks Ain't what you think The 
This cabernet has a way of vanishing on me. There's a hole in the bottle, leaking all this wine. It's already empty, it ain't even supper time. Honey, no, I don't miss it. In fact, it slipped my mind. There's a hole in the bottle of wine. Shania, keep my cool. I play by all the rules. Mm, I swear ten minutes ago that bottle was full. Now I won't cry. your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Mead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor. 
G'day, I'm Rex Hunt. Here's a product I really believe in. We all use it, can't live without it. What is it? It's water. Now, I told you it was a great product. What else has so many uses? Drinking, swimming, cooking, washing, and of course, folks, fishing. But here's the thing. I don't want to sell you more of it. I'm asking you to use less and keep our waterways clean. Otherwise, it'll be a yibbity yibbity. That's all, folks. The future of water is in our hands. Hi, Craig Lowndes here. As a professional driver, safety is my highest priority. At the Australian Road Safety Foundation, we believe every single road user has the power to be the change they want to see on the road. And that starts well before getting behind the wheel. With road trauma being the biggest killer of kids aged 1 to 14 and the second biggest of those under 25. I'm urging teachers, parents and students to visit roadset.com.au and get started on their own educational journey today. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds, a show about live music and emerging acts. Just letting you know that I'm still running the show on your Wednesday, midday to 2pm, but if you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. Hi there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> Not a dream. Someday, I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside And I always knew And you're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the entire world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address for Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And Charlie Gretsch has a a guest on the line, and he's featuring his one thaggy races. Charlie, take it away, mate. Yeah, thanks, Ivan. Before I um, speak to our guest, I'll just read out the um, top 20. Um, it was a bit uh, spread out this week. They weren't uh, within seconds of each other, which was which was great. So uh, number one was Josh L. Loft, uh, a new flyer. He um, took it out. His sister, Jarrell, got second. Third was uh, Jordan and Jaden combo. I hope I say that right. Fourth was myself. Fifth was Faye Bajaya. She'd be pretty happy with that. Equal six was the logo lady here, Amanda and Andrew James, who won it uh, the other week. Uh, eight was Graham Atwell. 
9th, 10 and 11th. CCA Financial Planners, Chris, they're doing so good. We took out 9th, 10th and 11th. 12th was Jay Reno. 13th was Majid. 14th was Andre Martins. 15th was Pretty Sally Home in Hardware here. 16th was the man himself, Mr. Fernando Pinguana. 17th was Bobby at Celebrations in Wallen. 18th was Keith Anderson. 19th was Mark Kavanagh. And 20th, Troy Atwell. Now, uh, today's guest finishing the top top three uh, this week. Uh, Dan, how are you, Dan? Good, mate. How are you? Now, did I pronounce your surname right? Oh, it's Kiambao. Kiambao. Well, there you yeah. Kiambao. Now, mate, that's... Yeah. Um, you had a you had a week off. You were shifting and stuff, or a couple of weeks off. And you come back and you've um, yeah yeah uh, had a few uh, time off from work. Uh, went a bit of fishing at Portland and came back. Um, the kids were um, keen with these uh, Montagu sprints, as you know. Um, they, I've only got fifteen birds because I'm starting to move houses uh, next year. So I uh, got the boys uh, heavily involved with um, the racing at the moment. I mean, it's you know we got fifteen birds, so it's easy to maintain, I guess. Yeah, now you're a head trainer for um, for Josh Shell too, aren't you? Yeah, uh, look, I'm um, down in. Uh, look, about, tell us about him. Um, it's pretty hard to get him on because he's uh, he's working. Yeah, he works off. He works night shift. So look, the bloke is a top bloke. Uh, he's, he's a keen flyer. Um, he's actually a blogger as well at YouTube. Uh, flies with his sister. Uh, trains with his sister at times. Uh, basically, Josh and I way uh, we go way back. Um, Four, five, uh, I think four years ago when I first started with the union under DJ and Sons, yep. um, he normally comes and helps me out every time. Um, you know, when I go away, he'll feed my birds. Uh, eventually, we ended up um, starting. I started him with the union together. Um, I think the best, uh, one of the best uh, results this week is because Josel and I, you know, we we train together. Uh, as I said we basket together, and we all we won first, second, third. So, which is a great effort and a good example of teamwork and uh, friendship, uh, you know, through our pigeon. Oh, that's great, mate. That's um, you'd be able to have a party with the winnings you got this week. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait till the other blokes. But um, look, um, I think now being, I mean, it's my third year, um, fourth year this year. Unfortunately, I can't fly next year. Um, I think the aim is to try and get more um, younger flyer. Um, at the moment, down in Epping, we've got Joss Aloft. Uh, Algin Alvarez is also doing well, uh, did well in the national feud, feud, I think, last week. And also got Lauren uh, Trujano. So this, we've got four young Filipino flies down in Epping area, and um, hopefully next few years we'll um, we'll be we'll be up there. Well, hopefully the um, these Montagues are um, keeping them nice and uh, keen and interested in pigeon racing because they're getting them home. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I said I've only got fifteen birds. Um, look, Jocel, Jocel, he normally breeds thirty to forty birds uh, a season, which, as you know, um, it's very hard to compete in the feds. With thirty to forty birds, but um, look, he's he's won one taggy twice already, so very happy for him. Ah, uh, that's good. Now, what about your young bloke? Your young bloke does a bit of work for you. Oh yeah, um, look, I've got Jordan and Jaden. They're uh, twelve and fifteen. Um, they normally do all the feeding, and I'll do the scraping. But um, they like to um, on a Saturday they'll have their Medinas out and waiting for the birds. So, um, yeah, no, look, I'm, I'm happy they're getting heavily involved in the pigeon racing as well. As they're young, hopefully they don't change. No, it's great. It's great. To, I mean, they'd be happy to see their names up there. Yeah, oh, they were. Our family is um, happy to see it as well. 
Um, basically, as you know, I work uh, I work weekends as well, so most of the time they they're the one waiting for the birds, and they'll um take a photo of the 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 clock and they'll they'll send it to me and I'll send it to you. So it's good. Oh, that's good. Um, keeps them. Like, as I said, it's not just not just my kids. It's also Jocelyn and the other two boys. You know, um, working on the weekends. They normally we we help each other heavily here. And we, you know, if anyone wins, we they'll come to our to houses and pick up our clocks and all that. So um, yeah, well, we just it's all about teamwork, mate. What about Jarrell? Tell us a bit about Jarrell. She's only now, young. Um, she's uh, she's young. She's about twelve years old. Same age as my son. Um, she likes her, she likes her birds as well. She's always with Jocelyn. Um, but Jocelyn's a very busy man. He works uh, three jobs. Wow. And, um, you know, and he, and he plays basketball on the weekend as well. Uh, normally, and he takes Jarrell to, um, violin as well. So during all that time, he'll bring some birds over and, you know, while taking Jarrell to violin classes and all that, they'll toss their birds together. Uh, yeah, um, she's, she likes waiting for the birds as well. Oh, that's excellent. That's um, you know, you can't get any better than that. I mean, you got no, a on schedule. <laughs> oh, it is. It's, it's to um to do okay. That's great. Yeah, look, I said that's that's the beauty of it because we all help each other out here. Yeah. So if I can't clock, Joseph will do it for me. He can't basket, I'll basket for him. Mm-hmm. And same goes with Lauren Algin, which is which is good. We got no. the Philippine Filipino unity down here. <laughs> no, look, that's good to see. Um, look, we got um, we got a um, a guy here. Um, Thomas, you know he's keen as. Um, yeah. He he's he even works out his own velocity. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Clocking time, and he works out his velocity, puts his velocity down. So no, he's really keen. It's good to see that these yeah. guys are all. Um, yeah, it's great that we get we don't get a few more. Um, yeah, now came came to um the, what do you call it um meet up with Thomas Punzalan one day. I, I mean, I now yeah. that we can travel out the old joint, so hopefully we'll have a few beers over there. Well, hopefully we'll have a presentation um, later on when it's all done. Mate, that's the best part about it, mate. Oh, especially all these young flyers, I tell you. Yeah. Honestly, they don't really care about the money. They just want the trophies and certificate, mate. I mean, the money is bonus, but yeah. as a young flyer, uh, new starters, you know, um, the trophies and certificates are, are good. Yeah. No, no, we'll definitely um, look after them. When it comes to presentation, so yeah. um, maybe we should uh, we should have like a rookie of the year or something as well, eh? Oh, we can do something. Yeah, hey, so, so at least get the new flyers, you know, get the new flyers um, uh, heavily involved. Ah, that's it. We got we got to do do that to keep encouraging pigeon racing. That's why. Yeah, that's you know, it. The sort of races that we organise, you know, to keep these people getting their birds home. You know, it's only one thing, but still, yeah. it's hard to win, as you know. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, and it's good to it's good to. Be it's honest. even now, which is which is really great. It's you know, um, you know, one day we'll get. It's always um, we don't get the same winners every time, which is really good. Yeah, yeah, we try and spread it out. So hopefully, uh, next week it might be someone over in the west. Yes, so, that's Ivan, right. Pull your pull your socks up. Yeah, I was actually you a bit worried about Ivan and the mentor, uh, Melton voice joining in, and I thought, oh no, maybe th- this will be a hard race now, Dave. That the birds are going to be more, you know, they're going to speed up more, which is good. Well, I've got them down as Team West, so yeah. the boys have put it together over there and um, pulled a few. Um, we've still got a few races to go, so hopefully it um, they get their chance. So we'll see how it goes. But anyway, mate, no, that was great coming on, and um, good luck for the rest of the series. Yeah, appreciate and, uh, it. We'll um, we'll speak soon. Yep, yeah, great. Now, good top 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 work, mate. Keep it up. No worries.
Thanks, Dan. Right. No worries. Have a good night. See ya. And we're going to break for a song, and here's one that uh, I thought might be quite appropriate for this program, and it's the Everly Brothers with a song called Bird Dog. Bird Dog. Johnny is a joker. He's a bird. A very funny joker. He's a bird. But when he jokes my honey. He's a dog, he's joking, he's so funny What a dog Johnny is a joker that's a trying to steal my baby He's a bird dog Johnny sings a little song Like a bird, he sings the sweetest little song Ever heard, but when he sings a my gal What a howl, to me he's just a wolf dog On the prowl, Johnny wants to fly away Radio Australia, and that was the Everly Brothers with a song called Bird Dog. Now, Tony McPherson has a guest on the line, and I'll let him do the honours. Take it away, Tony. Tony McPherson. Thanks, Ivan. We've got uh, Greg Kukoski, the uh, president of the Australian National Racing Pigeon Board. Um, how are you going there, Greg? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, that's uh, good. That's good. Um, now, Greg, um, I was just going to ask you in regard in regards to the uh, to the board, you had a um, a competition or asking different people about the decal for your um, uh, newsletter. The uh, how did that all turn out? Yeah, look, uh, we've we certainly had a considerable amount of feedback, and we've chosen a new logo for our website and for letterhead. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, an online competition worldwide. So I think from memory there was something like 400 submissions that we had got to choose from. Um, there were probably a dozen or more that I thought were really high standard and uh, worthy of merit, but in the end we could only choose the one. So um, we, we've certainly done that. And it's a... Um, it's, I think it's quite an impressive logo. It, it sets out the ANRPB and uh, formed in two, uh, 
2016 and uh, that we're an incorporated body covering the whole of Australia, not just parts up thereof. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, I hear what you're saying there. Now, um, also, um, Greg, you, you also had a, a, a fundraising sale and how did that go? Yes, yes, look, uh, the ANRPB does need money to, to operate, uh, to run our website and Facebook pages and for our monthly meetings via Zoom that we need to pay for and uh, also insurance. So there's a few things that we do need to pay for. So we did uh, at short notice because there were some cancellations from New South Wales due to um, all the COVID border closures that uh, Tim Fawcett gave us about three weeks' notice. So we we hurriedly spoke to a few people about donating some birds for us. And, uh, yeah, we, we were reasonably happy with that. There were some uh, very good birds come from Western Australia and from Sydney, and uh, they brought some fairly good prices. Yeah, that's good. So, that's good. so it, it certainly gets us uh, where we can keep our, our operating account in, in the... Yeah, above water. <laughs> yeah, keep it in the black. Yep. Keep it in the black. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we, we still have uh, the disease management fund, which was the money's donated by um, organize, pigeon organisations and individuals across Australia. There's still well over $60,000 in that fund for future reference if we have another outbreak of a serious disease. So there's money there that we don't need to raise the money. We've already got uh, an operating account there to, to jump on and to be able to use if need be. Yeah, yep. uh, and of course uh, uh, with what's been going on in the world today, you just don't know what's around the corner there, Greg, that's for sure. Well, it's, you know, it's amazing that, you know, going through the, the latest COVID, I just had so many flashbacks to the development of the rotavirus vaccine because uh, the underlying uh, synthetic formula that's used for the rotavirus vaccine was exactly the same one used in the coronavirus vaccine by Pfizer. Yep. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's very interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's the way that they, they map the, the, the genomes and uh, the genetics of the virus and... Uh, yeah. And then you know make it less uh, less dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> for birds and for humans. That's yep. an important thing. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now, what's what's in the future there, uh, Greg, uh, for the Australian National with the board? What 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 do we see um, uh, on the agenda uh, for the future? Yep, certainly. Look, people would be aware that we had planned a national race from Endale, New South Wales this year that had to cancel that due to the boundary closures for COVID. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure I don't need to tell any Victorians about the bloody uh, issues around COVID. But, uh, yeah, no, it's been equally a frustration for the national board as well because uh, we had a convention last year in Sydney we had to cancel and this year we had to uh, postpone the national race. We're hoping to put that on again in the first weekend in October into 2022. Yeah. So that's certainly a big thing on our agenda. We're working away behind the scenes trying to gain recognition for the sport of racing pigeons. Um, Our Melbourne and Victorian colleagues would be aware that uh, they had some news back from the Victorian government that... uh, 
pigeon racing is just a hobby and not a sport and therefore we're not eligible for the government funding at the moment. So the National Board has been working away on that for some months now and uh, yeah. it's uh, we don't have a timeline but we'll persevere and we'll do it in a respectful and professional manner and uh, hopefully we'll have a good outcome for our sport. Yeah. And I think, yeah... And where that can lead to is is with the National Code of Practice as well. It gives us a foundation to start working on national legislation for pigeon racing. As, you know, people would be so aware that every council in every state just about has different legislation when it comes to pigeons, and it creates a bit of a headache at times for pigeon fanciers and for organisations. If we we can standardise that across Australia... That, I think, would be a good thing for our sport. I think you're spot on there, uh, Craig. Um, that's something that um, I think all pigeon fanciers would agree to, that uh, trying to deal with cancels and their uh, bureaucratic uh, ideas uh, in regards to keeping pigeons. <laughs> uh, you can't even keep a budgie these days or, or, or a guinea pig without, without a licence. So it's, it becomes... Um, uh, very, very difficult to, uh, to keep pigeons, but um, I, I think if we had a uniformed, uh, right, a uniformed uh, ideas right across the board, it'd be ideal for for all pigeon fanciers, uh, racing pigeons or fancy pigeons. Um, yes, certainly. And the feedback we've had from council so far has been that the, the national code of practice has been very convincing in supporting yeah. pigeon fancies against the council. So yeah. I think we're on the right track. Yeah. It's just a time-consuming process. And uh, as you'd be aware, we're all volunteers. We all have day jobs. <laughs> well, some of us are retired now. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. No, it's, it's something that we're working away on. It, it doesn't happen overnight, though, working yeah. with government. You need to be very diplomatic because they get pissed off pretty easily and, and will shut the door on you if you're oh, well, yeah, yeah. booing in the wrong place. <laughs> I think you're right there. I think, look, um, um, from the perspective where I see it coming from is that um, we definitely need um, the Australian National Board to be our representative for all all pigeon fans is across the board. That's why that's why all the different uh, federations have joined it. Right now, fellas, we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News and we'll be back to continue this discussion about the Australian National Racing Pigeon Board after the Southern FM National Radio News. And also in the next hour, we have the winner of the Tasmanian race, John Judd, coming on to tell us about his Tassie win last week. Catch you after the news. And um, the representation, of course, is with the federal government um, through the uh, uh, agricultural um, sector. And uh, we just need to have... Um, strong representation with them and good communication with them, and I think we can. Uh, I think you can achieve uh, uh, many things, but um, it's no good um, um, sending letter letter after letter after letter after letter and, and not getting an answer. I think it's uh, better off to, uh, as you say. Um, take it uh, slow and easy and um, and fully represent everyone. Yes, look, I, I certainly would concur with that, that sometimes people in their haste make mistakes and approach it from the wrong angle. 
Yeah. And, you know, I think you can't put the cart before the horse, as we know. And so, and, and in a way, politicians are a bit like the horse. You can lead him to water, but you can't make him drink. So you, you, you've just got a bit, you've got to coach them to understand your position and where you're coming from and, and the merits. You know, it's got to be evidence-based, the merits of, of the sport and of the organisations behind the sport. Yes, well, I must say that during this uh, last 18 months, Australia-wide, it's been a uh, an experience for all pigeon fanciers and pigeon keepers, whether they're fancy pigeons or uh, racing pigeons. It's been a a, a real experience uh, in what we have, have not been able to do, and and I, I dare say, and we all agree, agree that um, most. The majority of pigeon fanciers will do the right thing in regards to being able to toss their birds and take you take them to the toss point, release them, and come back home. And I think that's that was one of the things that uh, we definitely, as pigeon fanciers, wanted to be able to do quite freely without you know, putting a uh, uh, the black cloak on and sneaking out. Uh, we would have rather uh, people to be able to do it um, in a COVID-safe way. And um, that's where we needed to uh, have um, something from the government. As you say, we're not, we're not looked upon as a, a sport. We're looked upon as a, a, as a hobby. And um, I know that uh, because your organisation has been an incorporation for over two years, yeah, a little bit longer than that. We yeah. we yeah. we first incorporated in in two thousand and seventeen. Yep. So yep. it's it's uh, yep. Yep. So therefore, you know, the uh, the Australian the the board is uh, because it's been incorporated for so long. It now um, can apply for different grants and and uh, and the likes from the government to to operate. Um, yeah, once we once we became, we've actually first got to convince the government that we are a true sport and not just a yeah. hobby. Yeah, and, and that's a, the track that we're heading down at the moment. Yeah. Uh, once we, if we're able to achieve that, then we will certainly be in a position. In fact, all pigeon organisations will be in a position to apply for funding via the sports minister. Yeah. But that's you know that's we're not there yet. We're still. Um, we're still negotiating through that process, and hopefully we'll have a good outcome. Yeah, I, I hope so too. Just for the just for the uh, for the growth of um, pigeon pigeon racing, and um, especially with the cancels, um, I think that's the biggest drawback there, Greg. Yeah, and, and certainly I think the next step is you know we we certainly need to. Well, I think. What the national board would like to be able to do is is to work with people like the, the Pigeon Radio team, you guys, and uh, develop a lot of resources that local clubs can use to to recruit people in their area. Yeah. So that you know, I would see our, our national board website becoming like a, a resource material, like a library that where people, you know, clubs can uh, interested people can borrow from that and, and use it to, you yep. know, in in that school. Sports yep. days or whatever, and uh, um, Anzac Day memorials, and, and and actually start recruiting people because the average citizen does not fully understand that our our racing pigeons are really thoroughbreds of the skies. 
you know, they, when they think of pigeons, they think of the ferals that uh, <laughs> that uh, shit on the buildings around the city. And, you know, that's an image that we've got to overcome and we can only do that by educating them. Um, you know, yeah. we've got to have the, the right resources to be able to do that so we can provide alternative images. Yeah. And uh, that's that's really what the board is on about for the future, is about, you know, aiding each and every club in Australia to, to, to gain new members. Um, it's yeah. not about the board doing it on its own. It's about the board forming partnerships with people and working together with people to do that. Yeah, look, I, I must say... Um uh, Greg, the, the Pigeon Radio, um, over the years, uh, we've um, uh, been highly involved with the Children's Hospital Appeal, also Anzac Day, Remembrance Day, um, releasing birds at different um, uh, different places uh, for Remembrance Day and Anzac Day, and that, uh, that gives us a different it gives you more credibility. It yeah, provides yeah. credibility. And, and that yeah. was another reason why the National Board worked with the Australian War Animal Memorial Organisation and the Australian War Memorial in Canberra to actually, we, we sponsored a, a plaque to recognise the many thousands of pigeon, Australian pigeons and their handlers in the theatres of war. And we were only able to honour post-1942 when the Australian Corps of Signals was developed. But prior to that, Australian pigeons were under British control or under British command in the Boer War, um, in World War One, and in World War Two in Europe. Yeah. So that story is not known by a lot of people. And so, you know, it's a way of getting it out there. And, you know, those memorials at the Australian War Memorial gained good nationwide TV coverage. And I was certainly interviewed on ABC radio following both occasions the last two years. So it, that credibility that comes through that, people listen to. And, and important, you know, the, the people who matter listen to that because it's, it's the people who can spread our message. Yeah, they certainly do, and it's a positive thing for the community uh, to see that um, uh, the uh, the pigeon pigeon world is is uh, community minded and uh, want to be involved in uh, in doing the good things within the community, and uh, that puts a different perspective on on the uh, pigeons <laughs> themselves, uh, and and also the the pigeon. Pigeon fanciers, yeah, we're not the, the silly people that sort of walk around with their heads in the sky looking for something coming out of the air. We uh, do uh, um, good things within the community, and and uh, if we can keep doing those sorts of things, I'm sure that we'll be looked upon it um, in a more favourable light when it uh, comes to uh, bargaining for uh, a, a better deal for uh, for pigeon. Pigeon racing as a whole. Yes, look, I couldn't agree more. And in fact, in the submission we made to the federal minister, we actually used the fact uh, that what you guys have done at Pigeon Radio in terms of donations to charity, um, also the Sydney Convention that I think donated some forty grand to um, yes. charitable uh, um, and. Uh, here in Adelaide, certainly I've organised an auction some years ago for the Little Heroes Foundation, which is Kids for Cancers. Yep. And, and I know Gavin Harris had organised uh, donations uh, 
to make a wish foundation which is a, another uh, yeah. organization attached to the children's hospital here in adelaide so yeah, yeah we i i actually use that those that uh, benevolent philanthropist uh, approach in in the submission as well because it does demonstrate that the pigeon community as a whole is a you know is a worthwhile and caring organizations or is made up of worthwhile and caring organizations but it's also you know it, it does what i also really promote is the modern day pigeon racing is very professional yeah. as compared to how it might have been you know 20 or 30 years ago that you know pigeon trainers of today are, are um, almost like uh, horse trainers and greyhound trainers in the sense. Oh, very much so, Greg. They, they, they put so much time and effort into it, and also the study of the genetics in, in their breeding. So there's a lot more goes into it these days than may have been the case in the past. Yeah, very much so. We'll have to sign off on that one, but we'll get you yeah. back. And, and I must say, I'm very impressed with the little hen that I got. Um, in actual fact, she's up at uh, Charlie's, Charlie Greg's place, paired up to one of his harems. So we'll see yeah. how we go with her. Yeah, she's well, good, good luck. Man. Yeah, no, she's not bad. No, she's, she was quite a nice little end, that one. And, yeah, uh, lovely. And, and look, I'd just like to offer that other members of the board have also offered to come on Pigeon Radio as well. So yeah. you've got a selection of guys from state delegates through to who are willing to come on and uh, spread the good word. Okay. Yeah, not a problem, man. Yeah, thank you very much, Tony. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ivan. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. And that was Greg Kokoski, President of the Australian National Racing Pigeon Board. This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. 
your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements, available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM Sponsor. Bayside, it's Josh and Anthony here. Hello. We have a show every Friday on 88.3 Southern FM. 11 to 12. 11 to 12. How would you describe what we talk about, Josh? Oh, it's, it's a lot of nothing, but it's funny nothing. Funny nothing. That's the promo. It's just a chance. We just chat. Come along for a chat, base. Tune in every Friday for funny nothing. See you then. <laughs> Josh and Anthony's Coffee Break, 11 a.m. Fridays. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. I'm Tyler. And I'm Tom. So So what's the tea? Find out every Tuesday during tea time. We'll bring the talk, talent and a tiny bit of trouble. TNT. Yeah. Dynamite. TNT. So join us every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. on 88.3 Southern FM. TNT. Go Tom. Oh my goodness. Listening to your local community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 stop the and you can find us on the net on www.southernfm.com.au. And you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the whole entire world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And don't forget, we podcast and we also stream live via pod, the Podbean Network. So if you want to catch our podcast, we've got... Uh, over 7,000 downloads now of, the, of our podcasts since November. Since we started with Podbean, over 7,000 downloads worldwide. That's pretty good. Pretty good statistics from Podbean. And uh, I would like to read the results of the uh, Tasmania, Yola Tasmania race last week. And uh, here we go. Uh, we'll read the uh, top 10 positions. 
In first place, we have John Judd and Ray Armstrong all the way there in Gisborne. And they were doing a grand velocity of 1632.195. That's a pretty good velocity, pretty quick. In second place, we go from Gisborne to Altona and we've got Charlie Abella in second place. Third place, we've got Ty Tran. In fourth place, Robert Zager. In fifth place, Jamie Rigby. He's racing a good pigeon at the moment, Jamie is. In uh, sixth place, Paul Burlock. Seventh place, Felix Lear. Eighth place, Chris Keisha and uh, Trevor Holwell again over there in Yarraville uh, from the Williamstown Newport Club. He's in Williamstown, sorry, I made a mistake. And in ninth place, uh, Jay Angelino and family. In tenth place, I Cotter. And we have on the line the winner of the Tasmania race uh, this week, John Judd. Hello, John. Welcome to Pigeon Radio again, and congratulations on your win from Tassie. Oh, Ivan, boys, how are we going? Yeah, good, mate. So tell us, uh, what kind of bird did you clock? Or what, 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 what breed is it? Or what bloodline? Yeah, I had, <clears throat> I had two together, which was good. There's uh, a little, little hoop and hen. I've, I brought them in the last couple of years from two flies from the VHA, and they've been in all my birds have done well in the last couple of years, so they've been really good pigeons. I'm very happy with them up here anyway. So tell us, John, uh, you were pretty excited. I rang you on race day when you clocked. You were pretty excited. Tell us, uh, how did the bird come in? Yeah, I was sitting in the backyard. and I had a couple of years results before when we flew Tassie a couple of years ago. And on a similar sort of a day, I knew we got a, we had them on that day about four hours and about 24 minutes. So I knew they could be around that mark, could be a little bit later. And then just walking around the backyard and all of a sudden three birds come from, I don't know, didn't really see them come from nowhere and two were mine and one just flew up and landed next to Ava's roof and yeah, the heart was beating a little bit because I knew they'd come a bit quicker than last time so I knew we might be up there you know, around the boys somewhere down the bottom so and I heard a few times going around, some were true, some weren't true so I was a bit nervous for a while till uh, my mate John Kenley gave me a call from Melton Club, let me know we did alright so no, it was very, very good and breaking the drought for a while. But I think up here we tend to fly Tassie not too bad because we're in a, uh, a fairly good position. So, no, it's uh, a good day. And uh, the birds did all right to come over that bit of open territory last few odd days home. So, yeah, pretty good little job. Did they come online? Were they online or did they come from a different direction? No, I've never, never had a bird, Ivan, and uh, come from Tassie or one faggy. Always straight, straight south, straight over the house room, straight in the loft. They don't come from the east. They don't come from the west. They, they never overshoot. They, by the time they come this way, it's just virtually my birds and maybe the uh, riddles, riddles or summary birds coming home. So they know the call are off by heart. So you just drum it into them, and they know if they pick up the road, you go straight for home. I'm only, I'm only about a k off the call the highway, so it's a pretty good landmark for the birds, and I think it helps them a lot as well. Yeah, well, you were pretty excited. Is your heart still going, or what? <laughs> oh, it, it's nice. It's nice to get a little win like that, you know, with the way the year we've had and and what's going on. So yeah, it's good to have a little uh, a little race like that. And I was glad to have a hen and cock uh, together because now they're both both been put away. And as we speak, they're hoping going to have a good a few good youngsters uh, next year. They can fly the water. That's what you want. Birds 
once first can do it, you hopefully the young ones can do it as well. So it's a good race to fly over here over the water. So we we always uh, enjoy it and hopefully we sometimes we get a good one, sometimes we don't get a good one. But you know, nine times out of ten, you know, if, if everything's right, you know, you know, you're in for chance, sort of thing. Yeah, no, good on you, mate. Good on you, Charlie Gretz. You have a look, John Judd over there in Gisborne. He's won the Tassie. That's good. Good to see. Good to see the guys over that way doing well. Well done, buddy. Thanks, Charlie. It's nice to when you're short all the time and when you become a long fly. You know how it is. You know, you know, you might have a bit of a chance. So, yep. you know, we got to take full advantage of those type of races, and hopefully next year. Uh, if the one faggies uh, keep on going, it's open to the other guys. And they, I think we want to really have a good crack at it next year going forward as well. We get the birds, you know, really going. From that, those type of rate points, we've got to take full advantage up here anyway, you know, and then have a real good go at it. Well, it's been well supported, the one faggies, um, so far. And having the uh, second series, it's made, you know, we've got 60-odd people in that. So um, yeah. it just goes to show that... Uh, you know, it's it's um it's good. It's good for people. It's short. You get a moment. That's what you want to see. Um, and there's always next week. No, that's it. And lucky the the mother of the hen. She won one faggy two years ago at the VPO. So oh yeah. So I think they know how to come home from the south. That's for sure. So mm-hmm. you know. no, that's good. Well done, mate. No, it's a good day. And and uh, I thank uh, Felix for organising it and with the Fed for having the rooms to put the birds in and all the guys in Teddy looking after the birds. They They've done a great job. The returns were pretty good, and the way they're coming home on Saturday, uh, you know, when I rang up Tony Barbara down there when I got one, he didn't have one. That's a bit strange because they usually the guys get them down there before I get them, so it was a bit weird. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a very strange race in in one way and in another sort of thing. Yeah, but anyway, you had a good one, John. Yeah, so good ones. You got to take it when you can, Tony, because you know. I know. It, 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 anyway, it, you deserve to win it up there, and I have. <laughs> well, we had another fly in riddles, and he flies a pretty good tassie bird as well. But you know, the, the, everything has to be right on the day. And, you know, I put a lot of work in those birds. I've been in a basket four nights in a row, so you know, pushed them pretty hard. And and you know, sometimes the hard work can pay off. You know, you, nothing nothing comes easy. You got to put the work into them, and and uh, if you get a good result, you, you get a good result, sort of thing. So yeah, pretty pretty happy. I can I can relax now. Pull the pin and. Uh, We've raised a lot of races this year, right up to Oyen, the VPO, and then uh, and a heap of short races and, and uh, a lot of only a couple down south. But uh, one out of two ain't bad, so we'll, we'll take that anyway. The last time you were on the uh, radio, Juddy, you um, said you were pulling the pin then. <laughs> no, no. It's like it come out. Ah, oh, his pin I'm gets really pulled really and then gets hard. put back in place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people might say, yeah, send them again, but, you know, sometimes you can push your luck as well. And I know I know when the birds have had enough, but, you know, Charlie, after, I've been racing since uh, 88, and, you know, uh, this time of year, it's not an ideal time of year to race birds. You know, the, the, the hens, are, the hens are chasing after their hens, and cocks are chasing after cocks. So, you know, it's a bit of a wall. And you know, you got youngsters over in the, in the race loft, and it's, it's a bit of a minimum at the moment. So, yeah, to finish the way we finished and get a good result, you know, it's good. And looking forward to racing with the Western Fed next year, which will be really good. Oh, it's good, mate. Well done. Yeah, good on you, mate. Tony Mack, uh, good good result for Johnny Judd in Gisborne. Oh, listen, mate. Uh, well done, John. I know how hard it is to win races in that area. Um, it's like you said to Charlie, um, you wait 
and wait and wait and then you get the day that uh, that really suits you because you're the long flyer for a change. Yes. It's bloody good to get a result, mate. It really is. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people that uh, live south of you and everything else that get the birds week in, week out, and you're, you know, most of the time you're at the bottom of the list or whatever, and they, they say, uh, Charlie who? John who? Ivan who? Tony who? Yeah, you think, yeah, well, wait until it turns the other way around and then it's, um, oh, who are those guys down south? Yeah, yeah. Our birds, what people forget, John, is that the birds that you keep are just as good as the birds that are down the other end. The only difference is is that you haven't got the wind helping you. No, I've got birds from speakers older. They've been really good and there's a uh, late flyer from... The VHA, Doug West, was he, he, I bought some birds off him when he was, uh, had to get him, give, give him away because he wasn't, yeah. but he only passed away only a couple of years ago. So they've been really, really good. I've done well. I think we, I, I had birds from them. Uh, I sent two away to the Fritzy's race in Wellington and I got third in a lead-up race and 10th overall. And then I sent one to Gazola's. I sent two. Because I was racing, we finished 37th overall, the same same way, Brett. So the birds have been, I think, have been really good. And it's, uh, we bring a bit of, it's a bit more money and a bit more quality. You know, all right, guys up here go, oh, why waste all that money when you live in a shit spot? But yeah, I think you've got to have better birds in a, in a worse spot because if you have ordinary birds in a bad spot, you're going to be in big trouble. <laughs> well, mate, you'll be at the bottom of the list all the time. Yeah. So, uh, look, it comes back to the same adage. Juddy, that um, it's good pigeons in good hands, well looked after, well trained. When it's their turn to go, um, that's that's when you you know you'll get them. The, the odd time you'll get the birds out of, out of out of sync. Yeah. Um, especially the longer races, uh, you got more of a chance because they're spread out so much. But in these shorter races and. Uh, uh, you know, up to the middle distance, you know, it, it, it's against you really because you most of the time it's a north northwest wind, and uh, you, you you're pushing it uphill. But um, we stay in it because we love it. Yeah, we 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 like to fly down south, and we like to fly from I don't know from three fifty to four hundred miles where we we've got a bit more of a chance with. They say get spread out a bit more. There's not big mobs coming through, so you know that's why we'll try to concentrate up here, yeah, out and on the, the longer races. And I'll get invested. I've brought a few more birds from uh, my good friend now, Matt Whitechurch. So uh, yeah, well, you're on the right tram there, brother. Yeah, I got I only got them last year. I paid a few bucks for them, and uh, they've been you know been in the clock straight away. Yep, yep, most of the year, and. Uh, no, they've been really good birds, and uh, they're going well. And he's guaranteeing me that when it comes to the long ones, they'll be there as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah very they happy. Will be. I'm happy with Matt and giving me a few birds on the side as well. And his dad, they've been really good, and uh, I wish them all the best for their things. They're flying 700 miles today, and tomorrow they're flying about five five fifty, I think. Yeah, so, he was. Yeah, so yeah, no, they like you said, Tony, you got to source out some good birds and. Put the work into them and hope that the day that suits you that works. And you know, for one race of the year that that might suit you, if everything ain't right, you know, you know, you could be last. So 
Yeah. Need a bit of luck as well, sort of thing. So, oh, yeah. You, yeah, you certainly do. You, yeah, you, you throw the throw the coins in the air and call heads, mate. Just hope that it falls that way. But uh, I must say, look, you, um, Maddie Whitechurch uh, and, and uh, Johnny McCook, you know, they got uh, they got some bargains at Neil Jansen's uh, sale that we did, and mate, they have been. Absolute cracking pigeons for them, uh, and they go back to the Albie Flanley, Bobby Eaton stuff. Yeah, and, mate, those birds have been absolute crackers. Now, um, one of my former club mates, uh, Greg Edwards, he's got some birds up on the uh, GMPF website at the moment, and uh, the very same thing. You know, yeah. fly in the dark. Good long distance pigeons and um, very good long distance pigeons, and uh, you know uh, that's what you need, you know, especially where you live. Oh, but, yeah. but it's also good. The old Hoovens, mate. Very good. They, they've been. They've been. Yeah. Well, I think I said that to you a few years back. I think we were sitting in Ivan's um, yeah. kitchen. Yeah. I remember well. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to listen to flies who've lived in both areas because. A lot of guys down there they don't know how it is. Like each time I, I'm only where I am. I'm, I'm say three k's either side of my house, and it's open territory. So there's no there's no such thing as an a easy toss. You no. get whacked on the way home wherever. So oh well, you you ride in the Macedon Ranges. You ride, you know. Look, I I race pigeons up in Kyneton where Razor Razor's up there now, and. Um, yeah, gee whiz, it was hard racing up there, and uh, and where you are, it's it's difficult because you got the uh, you got the big gully right in the middle of uh, Gisborne, yeah, and the bush all around you. Um, yeah, it's not the easiest place to come into, that's for sure. Uh, it's a good place to sort out birds, for that one. <laughs> it sorts them out, all right. No, they don't, they don't last too long up here, mate. I give them two years maximum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good ones, be trouble. Yeah, good ones will make it, mate. Good yeah. ones will make it. But anyway, yeah, well done, well done for your Tassie win. Well done. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Yeah, thanks, well Tony. done, John, and uh, thanks for being on the radio. And you deserved it, mate. Good on you. All right, thanks, Ivan. Maybe it's your turn next week. <laughs> we'll see. All right, thanks, well, mate. Me and Hunter ain't racing, so you got a big chance. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, John. All right, no worries. All right, rub it in, rub it in. Okay. All right, thanks, mate. Right. Cheers, Johnny. Bye. Bye. All right, and we're going to break for a song, and uh, here's something from the 80s, and because we're racing Tassie, I thought this is quite appropriate, and it's Do Ray Me, and it's called Man Overboard on Pigeon Radio Australia. And we'll be back with our guest from Horsham. They've got a breeder's plate coming up. He's going to tell us all about it. I try not to stand too close to myself. I try not to listen to the things I say. They say there's no such thing as self-abuse. But you wonder how I can be trusted if I'm finely tuned and well-adjusted.
St Kilda to Clayton. You're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. 
Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM Sponsor. We're at a party. Three little kids were playing in the pool, all under five. Adults were busy talking, glanced over, noticed a little one underwater. I think she needs help. That's how easily something can happen. It only takes a few seconds. Don't worry, the party had a happy ending. But we need to remember, fence the pool, shut the gate. Teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence. Kids Alive, do the five. Hey, what you doing, Dad? Hmm? Oh, I'm painting the deck. Why? Because the varnish protects the wood from the sun. Why? Because sunlight in Australia is really strong. Why? Well, because it's full of dangerous UV rays. Oh. Dad, shouldn't you also protect yourself then? When you cover things, they last longer. Same goes for you. Be sun smart. Save your skin. Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Tom. So So what's what's the tea? tea? Find out every Tuesday during tea time. We'll bring the talk, talent and a tiny bit of trouble. TNT. Dynamite. TNT. So join us every Tuesday from 4 to 6pm on 88.3 Southern FM. TNT. (laughs) Oh my goodness. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds, a show about live music and emerging acts. Just letting you know that I'm still running the show on your Wednesday, midday to 2pm, but if you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Rock the pigs. 
Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside at www.southernfm.com.au And you're listening to the only devoted Racing Pigeon radio show in the entire world And we've got it here in Australia and that's Pigeon Radio Australia Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au And we have on the line from Horsham, the president of the Horsham Homing Club once again on Pigeon Radio, Mr Mark McPhee's got some news from the Horsham Homing Club. Hello Mark and welcome back to Pigeon Radio. G'day mate, how you going? Yeah, good mate. Now, you've got a breeder's plate coming up, you want to tell us all about it? Yeah mate, we just settled all that yesterday, got our dates and stuff. We've got our breeder's plate sale coming up on the 11th of December. Um... The birds all get raced from Horsham, but you can put the birds in the sale. Uh, the sale will will start penning at 11.30 and have a barbecue lunch, and then the sale will start at 1 o'clock. Um, anyone that hasn't got birds that are ready for that sale, um, we will have another one. I'm not quite sure. I think it's about the second week or third week in January, I think. Um, but we, you also you can buy rings at $30 each, so... And then you can um, put them into a loft here in Horsham and um, get into the race that way because some people might have young and ready. If someone's interested in get going into the race uh, and buying rings uh, and they don't know anyone in Horsham, if they contact you, can you put them in touch with somebody that would fly the birds for yeah. them? Yeah, not a problem at all. Yeah, we can spread them around and um, put them in some lofts around here and give them the best opportunity. So you raised, how much did you raise last time? You raised quite a lot of money and you had a good prize. Yeah, 11, 11 grand, I think, they, they raised. Yeah, so um, I think there was, yeah, we there was 10000 over $10,000 in, um, went out in prize money. So, yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. It was, last year it was $5,000 to the winner. Oh, that's fantastic. Tony Mack, uh, Horsham, you're going to send some birds over. I think we might be able to do that later on. Uh, mind you, I've got, I think I've got birds going everywhere at the minute. But, uh, yeah, it sounds uh, – whereabouts is the race going to be from? Uh, Broken Hill, which is 300 miles. Okay, yeah, that's a good a, a good distance. At the home on a day, full day race. Yeah, uh, yeah. Should be it should be a good uh, a good race, and uh, I know the guys up there will uh, have a have a, a good sale and a, and a good day and a few beers and a few snags. I'm pretty sure yeah. it'll be uh, uh, quite good up there um, with the boys up there. I wouldn't mind betting that uh, my mate from Down Lawn, uh, Brad Young, might end up there. You never know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. they. And then you get um, Peter Fagana, Pigeon Pete will come up. We yeah. have now. We changed it this year. We normally have our sale on the Sunday and our presentation on the Saturday night, but we're going to have them both on the same day to try and um, allow people to not have to travel if they want to you know, have a couple of quiet drinks with their mates, well, they can. 
Yep, yep, and stay over and uh, start again yeah. the, ne- the next day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that sounds as though it should be it should be very good. Yeah, yeah it should yeah. be a good day. Yeah. Uh, who, who won Who won the race this year? Uh, John Mosquito. Ah, uh, that's right. Yep, you're talking about that the other week. Yeah. He cleaned. He cleaned up. Yep. Yep. He did. Uh, uh, top fancier, top fancier. Yeah, so, uh, and you're you're up there too, weren't you? Uh yes, third, fourth, and sixth. Yes, so you're uh, you'll be aiming to uh, go a bit better for next year. Yeah, we won it. We won. Well, last last year we had two races. Yes. Um, so we won one of them. We come second in the other one. But yeah, this year would have been nice to get with a bigger prize money. But anyway. That's how it goes, isn't it? You don't know what's going to happen one time the next. No, that's that's true. That's pigeon racing for you. Let's hope it goes really well for you. Yes, thank you. Charlie Gretz, you're going to send some birds to Horsham? Why not? Good on you. There you go. This is Mr. Supporter, Charlie Gretz. You'll send some birds up. Yeah, no, we (laughs) Something different too, isn't it? Up there and see how they go. Yeah, Yeah, my word, Charlie. We might do a convoy, mate. Yeah, yeah, why not? They eh? go for a cruise. Now we're better out. Yeah, bring bring pigeon radio to the Wimra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be organised. It can be organised. Me, me and Tony are going to come up there, and uh, and Tony and the other Tony as well. The three of us are going to leave Ivan there at the studio, and Ivan's going to shout us accommodation yeah. and dinner and dinner yeah. for the night and the day. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. right, Ivan? What are you smoking? You smoking something? What are you smoking? <laughs> I'm smoking. I'm just telling you. <laughs> He's been drinking that whiny, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Maltese brew. Come on, we've got to support. We've got to support these country clubs. Come on. Uh, so we're going down. Oh, uh, look, we look. Um, I did the auction down at the Colac. Um, Last year, the year before, whatever it was, and boy, you know they they had a great auction, you know, a fundraiser, yeah. and gee whiz, you now the guys were over the moon. Yeah, yeah, so, right. yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I usually do a few auctions up at Kyabram, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah maybe Kyabram put birds in our farm last year, and yeah, um, I yeah. still had one of them left at the end of the year. flew It flew four hundred miles. So. Yep. Yeah, uh, Good, good, good fancies in the bush. Good fancies. Yeah. yeah, well, you never know. You never know. Mark, you yeah. want to give us your phone numbers uh, for people if they want to contact you to get rings or get in touch with you and inquire about it. Uh, what's the phone yeah. numbers to contact? If you just give me a call on 0428 198 196. All right, fantastic. And uh, anything else you got to tell us? Uh <laughs> well, it's breeding season, I suppose, so I've just paired up and they're slowly starting to lay some eggs. So oh, that's all right. Now, listen, you come, come when, when you're coming this way, stop oh. by my place, all right? Yeah, mate, I'll get it organised. Yeah, no worries. Good on you. All right, mate, uh, just give us the date again of the sale. What's the date? The 11th of December. 11th Saturday. of December, Saturday the 11th of December, the Horsham Homing Club Breeders' Plate Sale. So, yeah, you got to be in it to win it, they say. <laughs> yeah, it's on the Facebook site there. Yep, it's on, on Pigeon the, Radio yeah, yeah, uh, page yeah, as well. Yeah. Yep. No uh, worries, mate. Uh, thanks very much for uh, being on the program and, uh, yeah, stop by, yeah? Yeah, well, I'll tell uh, the young bloke on he wants to say good day. Hello. Good day. How are you, mate? 
Good, yourself? Yeah, good. How's the birds going? Yeah, they're going good. Most yeah. of them are sitting on eggs. They're sitting on eggs. You've paired up, have you? Yeah, we did. Paired up uh, last weekend. So who does the pairing, you or Dad? Oh, we do it together. Oh, you do it together. Oh, well, that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. And so you got any? You reckon you're going to breed any champions this year? Oh, we hope so. <laughs> uh, that'd be good, mate. Now, listen, I've told your dad to come past my place. I've got something to give you, right? So you jump in the car when he comes over and come over, right. and uh, we'll give you something, all right? Okay. Good on you, mate. And and the other thing is, when you come here, I'm going to take you into the studio, and you're going to do a promo for Pigeon Radio. How's that? Okay. All right, good on you. Thanks, right. mate. Oh, then, mate, I will let you go, and uh, thanks for being on Pigeon Radio. No worries. All right. See you, mate. Bye. Yeah, and that was our guest from Horsham. Across Melbourne, this is 88.3 Southern FM. Now, who else has got anything to say before we go? On the uh, Greater Melbourne West uh, uh, auction site, um, one of my former club mates, uh, Greg Edwards, um, he's uh, selling out, so he's... um, Got, I think there's about 14 birds up on the auction site at the moment, 14 or 15 birds. And um, Greg's uh, a very, very good uh, long-distance uh, pigeons, uh, down from uh, Mike Jansen, Neil Jansen uh, pigeons, and also the Hoobins. Uh, he's done exceptionally well with his Hoobins um, via... Uh, Steve Gazzola, the Rambo Rambo line of the Hoobins, crossed with uh, a little bit of uh, Gabby. But, uh, look, um, he's uh, got an auction going this week and he'll have another one going next week. Uh, so they're, they're worth having a look at. And um, I'm sure whoever gets them will get uh, something that's really good. Yeah, it looks, I'm just having a look at it at the moment. It looks like a pretty good sale, actually. Well, There's some nice pigeons yeah. here. Yeah, yes, there is, Ivan. There's some very nice and there's there. 700 um, mile birds and 11th fed yola. Yeah. Have a look at that. Yeah, there's a yeah. Taz, there's a water pigeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, they, they go back to the Hoobins. No, so no, in actual fact, this one is a Silvera toy crossed oh, yes, with a yes, with yes. a with a, a Wickham's from Keith Sagers. There's some old blood. Yeah, the Golden Girl stuff. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's um, Greg's acquired some very good pigeons over the years, and um, he's built up a really good family of birds. Um, one of his mates uh, uh, bought pigeons off Bob Eaton, and then uh, Greg got them off him, and they turned out to be exceptional birds. And uh, you know, a lot of people don't know um, know Greg. But uh, he he, uh, he he does race a really good pigeon, and I'll tell you something, he doesn't keep prisoners. You know, they, they've got to do the job, and he, he uh, trains them at night time, he does all kinds of things, and um, he's known for getting birds home in the dark. So um, they're well worth having a look at. Mm, interesting. That's for sure. Interesting. Yeah, well, the uh, Greater Melbourne auction site is gmpf.com.au forward slash auction. I'll repeat yep. that, gmpf.com.au forward slash auction. Yep. Go and, and check the, it out. Yep. Yes, check it out for sure. Now, the Croydon Club are going to have an auction of youngsters uh, kindly donated by oh, some wonderful fanciers uh, in the um, VHA, the uh, Greater Melbourne. You know, we've got some great uh, 
people have um, pledged birds for us, and there um, there'll be a squeakers, and that that will start on the fifth of December, and uh, it will be a pair of squeakers from each fancier, and they'll be sold as a pair. And uh, those birds will also be eligible for the 2022 Croydon Classic. So you get a double whammy out of that one. We've even got birds from Charlie Gregg. So there's... Have you? There's there's something to talk about. Charlie Gregg, what do you got to tell us? He's got his special birds there, don't you? (laughs) Isn't that right, Charlie? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, we We've got these special birds up there now. So, <laughs> special <yeah>. birds. <laughs> all good. All right. I'll see you in a go. Yeah, all right. Now, yep. all right, then, well, it's time to say goodbye, fellas. So, uh, goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Charlie. And goodbye to everybody around the world. Yes, goodbye. And uh, Tony Mack, goodbye to you. Yeah, goodbye, Tony. Um, my thoughts are with you and your family. Goodbye, Ivan. Uh, goodbye, Charlie. Um, we'll catch up with you during the week. And uh, to everyone out there, happy racing this weekend. Yes. And, uh, Charlie, goodbye to you, mate. We'll see you on Friday for the uh, Wong Thaggy series again. You shall, yeah. yeah. Same, same as usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, mate. Uh that's it for us t- today, and uh, so it's uh, you can catch Pigeon Radio Australia same time, same station here on eighty eight point three Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. Cheerio, all. So stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.